Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Barringer, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about your childhood and how it directly impacts your relationship. I think it's something that we totally misunderstand, that we forget about, but it's something that um, affects numbers of stressful areas in our lives. And many times you'll hear somebody say, you're just like your father or you're just like your mother. I know I hear that. I say that to Anne. And it's never been a place where we've assigned blame. It's always been kind of this joking, fun part of our marriage. But yet there's some deep truth behind it. And the truth is this, is how you were nurtured in life, your upbringing is imported into what you're developing right now with your spouse. Uh, Let me give you a simple, silly scenario. I grew up keeping butter out on a butter dish on the countertop. Why? It was accessible and the butter was always spreadable because it's soft. My wife grew up keeping the butter dish inside the refrigerator because in her uh, family's mentality, the butter stays fresh, bugs can't get to it, And it's easily accessible. You just have to take it out a little bit before you're ready to use it. Now, neither one of them are sinful, wrong ways to do butter life. But when we got married, she just couldn't understand why, oh, why, oh, why would I keep a butter dish out on the countertop when it could stay fresh inside the refrigerator? And then in my brain, why, oh, why, oh, why would you not want spreadable butter handy at all times. Simple, subtle, but yet it's one of those little moments that reminded us that, hey, how we were raised is directly impacting our relationship right now. And so what I want to do is give you three areas, three ways that your childhood impacts your relationship. First of all, how you adhere to traditions how you adhere to traditions. I'm talking about Christmas. I'm talking about New Year's, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, birthdays, anniversaries. I know people that are all over the the scope of everything on how they navigate, but I've seen some unintentional heartache take place in marriages because uh, things were not done or celebrated or recognized in the way that they did when they grew up in their home. Somebody wasn't necessarily wrong. It's just that they were ignorant of how things were handled. And I've watched couples actually hold on to these grudges, hold on to these hurts for years. And all of a sudden, 10 years, 20 years down the road, a spouse has hated every birthday, felt unappreciated every birthday just because something wasn't done that they received when he or she was growing up. And so when we look at different scenarios, uh, my wife's family, they had a methodical, slow approach to Christmas. I had the chaotic approach to Christmas. I love the way that I grew up with presents being unwrapped. It's like the shrapnel of, of wrapping paper are everywhere. And yet my wife loves the organized, slow, methodical, we are going to open up a present. We've got a garbage bag that's set out, ready to immediately put away any refuse. Um, and we are going to show gratitude. We're going to show appreciation for every single present, slow and methodically and we look at those and neither one of them are wrong per se it's just that they are different and if we don't have those conversations some of us will develop this disgruntled heart against our spouse we will think things and assume things about our spouse that are not necessarily true it's just there's ignorance and there hasn't been an appreciation because they didn't grow up in your home recognizing what you're wanting to recognize 
And so have that conversation, have that talk. Maybe your family went up to the cabin, went up to the lake at Memorial Day, but your spouse, uh, Memorial Day was the day to work in the yard. It was like the day to really freshen up the yard, spring clean the yard. And so where your spouse wants to work hard, uh, you want to go on vacation. And unless you have this conversation, then you're going to keep frustrating each other and and you're not going to navigate through Two things that should happen is A, you do need vacation time together, and B, it's good to get some work done around the house. And I think you can get both done if you would just simply talk, have the convo, and learn how your family of origin has shaped those expectations. The second area that's affected is how you handle stressful events. Uh, Maybe your family is just absolutely chaotic. For example, a grandfather goes into the hospital and everybody, it's just all hands on deck. Everybody is just scurrying to get things done, to attack what needs to be done. And what you find is uh, you've got two people, three people trying to take care of similar tasks. And you've got people that are angry. I was going to take care of that. I didn't know you were taking care of that. And it's just pure chaos. And yet you have scenario family B that uh, has somebody maybe take the reins and just simply says, I'm going to be the point person. Let's organize this. Let's divvy out tasks. Let's triage the situation. And now scenario B sounds a little bit better and a little bit healthier, but some of us have been so frustrated in our relationship because uh, when trauma has happened, when, when a big event has happened, there hasn't been the organization that you expected or Some of you don't want the organization because that doesn't speak love or passion. Now, I would hope that you would actually have a conversation prior to a traumatic event that would actually help you guys shape an expectation that in the moment when something does happen, and let's be real, we're human and we live in a broken world, trauma will happen. But what if you were to have a conversation that says, hey, what happened in your family? What can we glean from that? What happened in my family? Let's glean from that. Let's take the strengths. Let's take. Let's disregard the growth areas and set those aside. And let's focus on how we could handle things in the wake of a traumatic event. And lastly, and surely not least, how you deal with conflict, how you deal with emotional issues is directly impacted by your childhood. Uh, let's do family number one. Sitting around the dinner table, there has been some conflict that's been going on within the family, but nobody wants to talk about it. And so you get together for your traditional family dinner, and you're passing the rolls, you're passing the corn, you're passing the the, the roast beef, and you can cut the tension in the air. There has been surface conversation at best, and when everybody is done, everybody goes back to the rooms, goes back about their life, praying that whatever is going on will just take care of itself. Family B, you get to the table and people are already yelling. The tension is not necessarily just lingering around somewhere. It is in your face. Uh, Kids are yelling. Mom and dad are giving out discipline. They're grounding people. They're taking things away. There is just shouting that's going on. Somebody grabs a plate and says, I'm going to eat in my room. And there's just absolute pandemonium everywhere. Have you actually had that conversation about conflict and about emotions and talked about your family of origin with your spouse? Have you actually had that conversation with your spouse about their family of origin? I know this is something that I bring up in premarital counseling a lot. What we grew up with, we will bring into the relationship. And so we have to have that talk. You have to have that sit down. In fact, I would even challenge you to sit down with your in-laws. Sit down with your own parents as a couple. And ask about just the way that you handle things from traditions, um, stress and traumatic events, 
um, conflict. Ask about, okay, why do we deal with it? Or why did, why did we do this growing up? And did your parents do this? And begin to try to figure out when did this tradition, when did this approach actually start? And some people have just never had that convo to identify where did it happen, when did it happen, and what do we need to do now? So my three takeaways for you are this, is number one, that your family of origin experience does have an effect on your relationship whether you like it or not. I don't care if you don't like it, or it's just going to affect you. So you have to talk about it. You have to have the conversation. Number two, when you understand the differences and the similarities between you and your partner's family of origin, it gives you insight and dynamics to the relationship. It'll give you those aha moments like that's why you you appear withdrawn. That's why you're, you're more intense. That's why that you're disappointed in that event. I didn't realize how special that was. It gives you great insight. That's why I say talk with your spouse. Talk with your families. Have these conversations and figure out where these things came from. And lastly, communication is key. And the more that you talk to each other about the family of origin, it not just increases intimacy, but it actually increases the mutual understanding between the two of you. And the more that you talk about it, it gives you the great opportunity to reflect on whether or not you want to bring something forward from your family or to leave it behind. You can figure out, okay, what's important to you? What's important to your spouse? What are the advantages? What are the pitfalls of bringing those things forward? Where should we compromise? How can we develop expectations? And that right there brings you on the same page and helps you to develop a healthy relationship. That's all I've got for you for today. Would you go into your week and talk to your wife, talk to your husband about the family of origin and begin to talk through these three areas and try to figure out how does the family of origin help us um, navigate what we're dealing with right now? Have that convo, talk to each other, meet with your families and watch God begin to grow you into deeper levels of intimacy and marital health. That's all I've got for you for today. Thanks for joining with me. We'll see you next week. Have a great Marriage Monday and a great Marriage Week. God bless.